Hello, Solutionaries. Welcome to the Awaken Sponda podcast. I am your hostess with the mostess, Arlen Ruddy. Thank you for joining us and thank you for tuning in. If you are new to the podcast, Awaken Sponda is a platform that's dedicated to supporting those on their spiral to wholeness through sharing stories, wisdom, and knowledge that can be directly applicable for generating and creating more energetic freedom within the self. Here we make the unconscious conscious daily, so if you are down with that sort of thing, then you may want to stick around and see what we got in store. Today's guest is the creator of Sexual Kung Fu. He helps people master their sexual energy so they can magnetize their ideal lives. He's also a certified instructor of Taoist internal arts, and he specializes in integrating powerful energetic practices into the modern world. He is an amazing man. I met him about a month ago. His name is Jonathan White, and I am so thrilled to have him on today. So let's get into it. All right, we are here with Jonathan White, creator of Sexual Kung Fu. Welcome, Jonathan. Hey, Arlen. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. Um, I am super, super excited to have you here today. Um, I have been wanting to find somebody to talk about the subject of sex and sexual energy for um, quite some time, Um, and I've been kind of putting it out there and the universe had our paths crossed this past, what was it, like a month ago at Camp D? Yeah, yeah, um, about a month ago. Yeah, so um, so this is just, it's like, a, this is awesome. And I'm Perfect. super excited. Yeah, yeah, and it's really such a, a powerful, powerful subject, really, when we talk about sexual energy. And, and, um, and you know, you know, we'll, we'll get into this, but um, I think that's partially why I had a really hard time coming on this podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, sometimes it's just it's weird how forces and yourself are like will come up um, <laughs> when you're, you know doing something you're supposed to do and you're supposed oh, yeah. to share yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so um so anyway what I love about you uh is that you I mean I'm I'm also way into energetics and um <clears throat> and into uh, qigong and whatnot and you've done a lot of internal practices and in, you do currently a lot of internal practices, um, which is really what I guess sexual Kung Fu would be all about. But um, could you maybe uh, start by explaining to us a little bit about some of those, those practices? Yeah. So, uh, you know, sexual Kung Fu, it's kind of this Taoist thing, right? The, the ancient Chinese yeah. yogis, Kung Fu is basically uh, it's a skill, it's a discipline attained over a period of time of consistent training, right? And so in, in regards to sexual energy, it's it's training uh, every day, disciplining yourself to work with your sexual energy in a more harmonious way, right? And this involves working with the subtle energies of the body because sexual energy is obviously one kind of specific type of energy. And so to gain you know skill in working with this type of energy, you've got to uh, get to know the energy body, so to speak, right? Like, like, uh, acupuncturists work with these energetic meridians of the body, like these rivers of energy flowing through the body. And with some practice, you can learn to start feeling these, these energy channels and directing the the flow of them. This is really what's, you know, it's kind of the underlying structure of our physical body is this energetic matrix, which is forming the physical body. And when our flow of energy gets out of balance, we, we, we feel, sick, we feel diseased, we feel stressed, whatever. So 
that's you know something that happens as we age is, is these channels start to flow less efficiently things get blocked or maybe there's too much energy in one of the channels and we get out of balance so uh that's what really qigong and these internal arts is all about is working with this energy system of the human body <clears throat> and learning to balance it and increase the flow of energy throughout it so that we feel vibrant healthy and vital again and that kind of sets the foundation with working with for working with sexual energy because our patterns of experiencing sexual energy and the way that it flows in our body especially men we tend to be very stuck in one a one directional flow which is usually out of our body and so in uh the sexual kung fu involves basically learning to consciously guide the sexual energy inwards inside of the body so that we can have a more internal sexual experience we can have uh, multiple orgasms so men can have non-ejaculatory orgasms and so we can use this energy to improve our health improve our vitality improve our creativity and and so it really is an internal art you know there's a lot of meditation uh mm -hmm. breath work chi practices but it's a very very powerful system yeah absolutely and um and this is perfect to kind of go go into this part of it um you know we and, and i heard you talk about this at at camp camp d2 but um where i was kind of um where I was kind of getting into it before on my podcast, I was talking about relationships and dating in this culture and that sort of thing. Um, and, you know, we, I think the, the problem in this culture is we've kind of, um, <clears throat> there's just a lack of understanding of what sexual energy really even is or what sex for that matter is. <laughs> um, and so we, obviously we, you know, you, you, we're all, everybody's walking around in this program, this matrix mind of what, uh, what sex is like due to what we see in media or, you know, um, movies, pornography, mostly I would say. Um, and so I was wondering, you know, if you could speak a little bit into that, into like, you know, the, the world of, you know, we live in and porn and how we, um, associate sex in, in, in the, in the in the not in, in the in the in the full sense you see what yeah. i'm saying yeah um, yeah so this is definitely you know very very relevant for the age we're living in, right we're programmed from a of a young age of how we view the world the beliefs we have you know and we often get locked into this control system we just we just repeat these things we heard we repeat these actions we're told to do and obviously sex is a major part of this because most of us you know i certainly learned about sex primarily through porn and through movies and things like that and and this is the majority of the education we have around sex is again, is through porn. And this causes us to have a very distorted view of sex because the porn industry stresses this like very physical act. It's often very, uh, often even violent. There's, there's a, there's a lack of any sort of emotional connection and it just, it causes all kinds of issues in our, in regards to how we see sexuality, especially for men. We, we see, uh, sex as being this thing where we're like just supposed to like find some random person like thrust into them unconsciously right to try to satisfy this animalistic instincts and it also programs men to have primarily ejaculatory orgasms which actually deplete their energy right and so we you know most of us spend our lives trying to repeat what we see in porn thinking that that's how we're supposed to have sex and it often just yeah. leads us into uh, toxic relationships unhealthy sexual patterns even abuse and things like that and so it's you know, in my opinion, it's just another one of the control systems of humanity. So for me, this journey of, uh, I guess, reconditioning myself was a, one of the most healing things I've been through, especially work, you know, uh, changing the way I worked with my sexual energy, getting out of this 
uh, addiction to pornographic images, addiction to this very lustful based approach of sex, this animalistic approach of sex. And remembering that sex is actually something very sacred. It's yeah. potentially a multidimensional experience. And when you learn to open your heart and connect that with your sexual centers, you're not just experiencing this low vibrational quality of lust. You mix that sexual desire with the energy of the heart. It raises the vibration. It makes the energy more expansive. And you, sex starts to become about connecting with someone. It becomes about sharing your energy with someone rather than trying to take something from them. And I think if, you know, everyone in the world, uh, kind of goes through this transformation of remembering what sex, you know, the true potential of it, the true healing and balancing potential of it, we're going to see a very dramatic shift in our world. And that's why I'm so passionate about this work. Yeah. And that's why I love what you do. And, and I'm saying it, it really is when I, I think I said it earlier, but it's just, it's so rare to find somebody. I mean, I wait, it, it's literally been like two years since I'm like, okay, I want to like talk to somebody about this, <laughs> this in particular, you know, the subject and it's particularly a man. And, and I'm like, and it's just, I'm like, I don't know the, the universe will deliver, I guess when, when it's time, but <laughs> it is rare. It's, it's hard to, to find people to, well, first of all, just talking about sex can be in general. Um, especially in this, this manner, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's rare. And, uh, you know, um, uh, I think, I think we're, I think slowly, but slowly, but surely we'll get, we're getting there. Um, you know, but it's just this, the 3d reality we live in, um, <clears throat> is very fixated in the, you know, the physical and, um, the dilution or the distorted version of sexuality, which Definitely. in essence, I believe siphons our our energy, our life force, our, our, our true energy. So giving it away, like you're saying, is is absolutely um, where we need to reverse things a bit. <laughs> I um particularly like you know, you know I'm I've been single for a while, like a, a couple few years now since I my last Kundalini awakening, um and um that and so it was really by choice. I mean it was just I have no like and, until I meet somebody on my vibrational you know wavelength, then <laughs> we'll 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 get there. But um at this point. Um, you know, I've been, I, I've been, you know, I've, I've been, I, I've been celibate, like celibacy is a thing and it's not, I think it's been frowned upon so much or distorted through like, you know, the Christian church, you know, there's that whole image of celibacy that just, just like this, <laughs> you're depriving yourself of something or, um, you know, uh, so I, I've just, I've noticed, uh, you know, in, in working with people and, and talking to people um, just observing so that people, you know, it's just that, you know, people want to grow in their spirituality and all these things and they want to expand, but yet they still want to date, you know, all these people and play the same, like, um, the, the same story out. Do you know what I mean? Like, and so what would you say to like, um, a single person who is like, you know, wanting to like like what kind of practices can they involve themselves and in? what can they do to like really begin to harness an internal you know like cultivate their sexual energy and use it for like other things in life besides yeah. just yeah. act i think this is a great know? question and and uh this is something i experienced as well you know you're, you're talking about going through a period of celibacy and i experienced mm -hmm. this myself when i was getting into this practice i i went through a period of i think it was you know about two years where i was single because i was very picky about who yeah. I was, you know, relating with, because yeah, we're, we're kind of conditioned in our society. It's like relationships can be a source of almost like an addiction. It's like, I need to have this person. And so you like people often go from person to person to person 
bringing up the same kind of, you know, the, repeating the same issues in the relationship, the same wounds get brought up over and over again. And they never really get to the roots of what's causing these, you know, uh, lack of harmony in their relationships. Yeah. And so for me, having this long period of being, you know, single and just being in my own energy field, getting to know my myself better, really helped me go through some deep, tremendous uh, growth and healing so that I was able to attract a partner who was much more on my wavelength. And I think really this is the best time to start this type of training. I always recommend people, yeah. you know, uh, when you're learning to like change your sexual habits, learn a more, you know, sacred approach to sexual energy, a more conscious approach, it's difficult to just go straight into working with that with a partner, right? Because <laughs> during sex, there's all this, all your partner's energy plus your energy, all this excitement, it becomes a bit difficult to kind of decipher what's happening and learn to control, it, especially for men as they're learning to have, you know, non-ejaculatory experiences, right? So, uh, it's great to do this work by yourself in the beginning. And that, that's what right. I actually recommend, you know, is, is uh, yeah. learn to feel your own sexual energy. What does just your sexual energy feel like? How does it move in your body? Can you guide mm -hmm. it to move in different ways, right? And you start to work with that, you know, and, and you can use self-pleasure as a way to unlock deeper layers of your, your sexual energy and use it to uh, charge up your body, you know, directing that orgasmic energy upwards in the body, into the organs, into the brains, enhancing the function of your body. So you learn to channel the sexual energy through your body. You build up the sexual charge, you move it through the body, store it in your body, and then you can put it into anything. You can put it into your art, your work, your, you know, whatever you're doing. You're, you, you develop this connection with your sexual energy. So it no longer becomes about, I need this person out here to please me. You know, I need to take things from this person. You become self-sufficient. You learn to uh, work with this energy yourself. You learn to get into orgasmic states by yourself and you really develop this self-love and self-sufficiency so that when you do decide to uh, connect with another person again, it's no longer about this, like I have this emptiness that I need this person to fill. You're now overflowing with this energy. So now it becomes like, okay, what can we create together? We're both overflowing with this energy. How can we you know, create something together. So it just totally changes your dynamic. Yes, I love that. I love everything you just said. It's so true. Um, and it's it's really, I mean, it's so empowering um, when you have control of your sexual energy or your your life force in essence. Um, it's, yeah. And, and, and I don't know, I, I just, I need to find my own ways to like encourage this more in people because sure. it's, it's you know, it's hard that, you know, in society, it's just like people, you know, it's hard to break through the barrier of the thought that like, like, oh, you just need to, like a lot of people, like if, if somebody's stressed out, it's like, oh, you just need to have sex or something like that. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, it's just this mindset. If we could just switch the mindset into like, you know, no, you just need to breathe or like, you mm -hmm. know, you need to, oh, like, yeah. you know, I mean, it's so simple, but it's so empowering. And like, I know, like, everything that's, you know, manifest in my life since, I mean, that last Kundalini awakening, which we'll get, I want to talk about some of that too, but, um, you know, and me like really learning the dynamics of my energy body and um, the way it came about is pretty amazing. And even Qigong, like kind of just entering into my life, it's, it's all like exactly the direction, um, I was intended to head, I guess, for this reason. So I could talk about this and <laughs> share it and, and implement it. But, um, um oh where was I going oh my god I just, <laughs> um, <laughs> the subject it really means so much to me um and you know it's it's just I haven't been able to talk about it so this is like a whole new thing um <clears throat> but um okay so 
<laughs> where do I want to go from here? Okay, so since as I mentioned Kundalini, um, you had said uh, during your 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 talk when you were talking um, that you had you had had this Kundalini experience that you had an actual Kundalini awakening, and I'm wondering, like, could you shed a little more into that? Like, because this was before you kind of you created sexual kung fu, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. So this was, uh, let's see, it was about uh, 14 years ago. Oh, I was I was 19 years old. And right. a friend gave me some psilocybin mushrooms. <laughs> and I was like, all yeah. right, I'm gonna, you know, eat these and like go on a mm-hmm. walk in the hills. And I, I was really kind of on this kind of beginning this this sort of spiritual quest, like I was starting to ask questions, like, who am I really? What is my purpose here? What is really going on in this world? And so mm-hmm. I, I really had this kind of underlying intention for this experience, I would say. But, you know, at the same time, I was, I was I was a musician. I was like in a rock band. I was just, you know, I like to smoke weed and get high. So it's just kind of like, you know, okay, I'm gonna eat these things and like see what happens. And it was a very, very profound experience, you know. And I've I've talked to other people who take, you know, plant medicines and things like that, and I've had them several other times as well. But this specific experience was something very, very unique. And it's yeah. from what I've seen, it's not something that happens to a lot of people. I had right. what I would consider a kundalini awakening. Energy was like pulsing up my spine. I had this complete transformational experience. I felt like out of my body. I felt like at one with all of the universe. It was like a complete dissolving of who I used to be until that point. And it just completely opened me up to an entirely different perspective of the universe, what it is to be human and what's going on, on this planet. You know, it's, it's much more than I could put into words, but it was an incredibly profound experience. And it completely mm-hmm. changed the course of my life. After this experience, you know, I was like, wow, what happened? How can I do that again? Like, how can I stay in that state? And so I was like, well, I just need to take more mushrooms, but it didn't work. Right. I I ended up having like very terrifying experiences and just weird things. I never quite got to that state again. And this led me on this quest to, uh, to study. uh, This led me into basically learning yoga, meditation, Qigong, like these ancient practices, uh, because I realized that these are tools developed to kind of get us into this similar state of consciousness, this expanded state of consciousness, but in a much more sustainable way, in a way that you can integrate into your daily right. life. And I have to say that having this experience was as beautiful as it was, it was also very difficult in that uh, to go back to the normal life after having this type of experience and like trying to talk to my friends and telling them what I experienced, and they just, they didn't get it, you know? And it's just like, I felt very alienated for a long period of my life because of this kind of awakening experience I had. Right. No, I totally get it. That's a <clears throat> very similar to, you know, mine when it, when it happened. I mean, I think it was like a week or two later, like I was quitting my job and like, I, <laughs> I was like, you know, but I, I downloaded, I mean, there was so much information that was like in my awareness, all of a sudden it was just like, almost like, you know, like the book was just wide open. And, and so um, I began my journey, like with sound and frequency and and energy again, like, cause I started energy work. I, I, I was into energy work and martial arts in my early twenties. And, um, and then like I went, then life happened a bunch of shit, you know, like, kind of went on. And then it, and then when I had these, I had two Kundalini moments, but the last one was just the one that like, I, it was that after that one, it was just like, on like, I, I don't know. I broke through a lot of, um, uh, I don't know. Um, I broke through a lot, basically, energetically, um, and it just catapulted me forward um, on my journey and, and learning energetics like that was because when I could identify truly too that it was an energetic experience I was having, <laughs> then it was like, 
oh my God. And, and then with the sound and the frequency, you know, that's the next level of the energetics too. Um, so, and it's funny, I kind of want to tell you the story because I find it to be really interesting. <laughs> but um, I, uh, after I had that, okay, so after that movement, it was, it was like one day I was laying on the floor and I, and I was listening to like a podcast or something on my phone um, on a YouTube thing. I don't even know. I don't know who the guy was. I don't know what, I don't know what I was listening to, but, um, <laughs> but this guy was talking about, he was an energy healer and, um, and he, uh, basically he was like, they were like, Oh, they were, they were praising him. And they're like, Oh, they're like, you do these radical things or like, yeah, you don't even have to really touch anybody. Do you? Cause you know, with like Reiki, usually like you give your hands over somebody, that kind of thing. And, and he's like, he's like, no, he's like, I just need to connect into you. Like, that's it. Like, you know, like, no, like he could just be talking to you or whatnot. No, no having to like, and you know, make the, like, like touch or make the effort to like be in somebody's presence. And then he was like, they were like, so so you don't even like, they're like, you don't, you don't talk much about the chakras or any of that kind of stuff. And he's like, no, he's like, when you, when you elevated in your, um, in your practice of energy, you focus on the three energy centers and it didn't click. I mean, nothing. Uh, I mean, I was just like, wow. But it, but all, what I will say is my, I felt like my soul left out my body. Like when he said that it literally felt like I was like, yeah, like it resonated so deep in my mm. body. I was like, Yes, I don't know what this man's talking about, but <laughs> this is it. And um, and it was that night that I was having this like, and I I think I talked about this when I was at Camp D, but um, when I felt like I had that shackle on my leg, it was felt like an energy shackle on mm. my leg. I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. um, yeah. So uh, something let after I I remember hearing this man say that. I mean, and I was in and out of listening and like trying to like stretch my leg out and something in my soul said, put your hands on your leg and just breathe. And I started using, directing my breath. Just, this is just an innate practice, like directing my, with, through my breath, my energy through my hands and, and into my leg. And, you know, all with this thought of like, this is it. It's, it's, I'm, I don't know. I just knew it was going to, it was going to get well, I could do this. <laughs> and, um, and it was, and it was that evening I had this energy come over me. Like I went to bed, um, don't know I just hung that podcast up no no big deal right went to bed and um and then I felt this burning like kundalini fire energy just moving up my leg and and, and it moved all the way up to my hips anyway needless to say it was a complete miracle and it that whole that pain that I experienced off and on for like such a long time totally it dissipated gone dissolved mm. like no more but coming back around, then it was just like spirit kept leading me to Qigong and back to martial arts and all this stuff. And then as I started studying, you know, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I, I created a whole curriculum with breath work with the three energy centers. It's just for me, my creation through spirit. And then it's like, and then I came into Qigong and started studying the three Dantians. And I'm mm. like, you know, it's just wild. Like, that's the kind of shit, like, when we talk about, like, it's all within us. The yeah. whole book, the whole story is inside of us. We know it. We're just remembering, literally. It's like just removing these, the film and the programs. And I think, like, that is, in essence, what you're doing as well, <laughs> like, with this whole movement of sexual kung fu is helping to, you know, remove that film, that distortion of what, our sexual energy really is and what it's about. 
Absolutely. Um, you know, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's really our creative power. It is our, uh, yeah. our personal power. It's, it's this power to birth, to recreate and to, uh, the problem is that people are unconscious of it and they're not aware of what they're doing yeah. with their sexual energy. It's driving them. So when you start to yeah. work with it harmoniously and drive it, then, uh, it's, you can do absolutely anything with it. And I think that's, you know, what you're talking about, like how the answers are within us. I think that's the most relevant thing for this time right now is like so many people are, you know, looking for someone else to, to save them, to, to save the world and things like that. But that's not you know, really what's gonna, what's gonna happen, right? Whenever you're reliant on something else, you're easily manipulated. It, it's really coming down to us all doing this inner work and remembering who we truly are, remembering this, this potential we have within us. And when we start to go within, when we start to quiet our minds, get out of the, just the, the, the noise of the external world, then we start to uh, activate this deeper layer of ourself and it, all kind of miraculous things happen. Yes, absolutely. And that's why I was so glad, actually, that you, when, when I found out you were at, uh, you were going to be at Camp D, I was like, oh, my God, I was like, we're totally doing a podcast because <laughs> <laughs> because I, I was so excited because I already I followed your stuff on YouTube because I, I don't know, I just came across it and whatever. Um, and, and and then, you know, it, it's OK. So I did Camp D last year, too. And it's like it's one thing to like listen to people talk and we, you know, we can listen to people talk about things all day and, and their experiences and all that. But like, um, I love that like this year at Camp D and, and, and you being one of those people brought like the Qigong and the actual like work into the event. Like, cause we actually all breathe, we all breathe together. We all got, in, you know, moved in our own energy. Like we did, we actually did sessions together and workshops. Whereas like, the year before I don't think we never like I think I was like the one <laughs> there was there's a few people doing things but like it's just like you know I think that that's really where we got to get to and I know um even on I was listening to Journey to Truth last night the podcast with Tyler and then and, and Tyler said something like you know um it just seems that people get uninterested when it's like when we're talking about the stuff that's actually pertains to doing the work mm-hmm. like <laughs> where we actually have to like go into our practice, you know, like we have to like do our Qigong and like breathe and like, you know, and create that time and that space. Um, they get bored because they just, you know, they want to hear all the things, you know, they just, like he said, the bells and whistles, they want to like, you know, you want to hear the experience. You just want to listen and be entertained. You don't want to do the work. And, um, but that's what I love about, you know, you coming and, and just the experience this year seemed like it was more, um, there was more work involved. And definitely. And, you know, that's yeah. another thing very relevant is, you know, we, we kind of grow up in this instant gratification world where it's like, we want to just push a button, you know, have, have be entertained. We want to just take a pill and have everything fixed, but real, the true holistic, you know, I don't know, therapies, healings and things, modalities of transforming yourself. It's not really a, an instant process, right? You have to do the work. Yeah. It's, it's a daily practice. And I remember kind of in my journey, I was just, you know, absorbing all this information, listening to a lot of people talking, reading lots of books, but like nothing really dramatically changed for me. I was like, okay, I understand all these things theoretically, but like it was until I began a direct practice to really feel the energy in my body, to learn how to move yeah. it, to learn how to transform myself until I actually had something to do. Nothing was really changing for me. It's like what, you know, my teacher, uh, one of my teachers, Michael Wynn says, talk does not cook the rice. And and I think that's very relevant. You know, <laughs> it's like, we can talk about this stuff all day, but if we don't have yeah. a practice, we don't have a method to work with, then, you know, nothing is probably going to change. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You'll just be spinning your wheels. Um, 
so like you know back to the the pornography thing um <clears throat> I kind of that's something that's so I mean it's so prevalent I mean every time you you see anything really media related or, or whatnot it's all sexualization of everything um but like you know like men or women out there that like are struggling with like like maybe they I'm struggling with but but like maybe they 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 they're into porn and like that's their thing and like they that's where like when they get emotionally moved they go they move to that uh as their gratification or how they deal with things maybe or something like that like what are like like what is something you would tell somebody what's like the first thing to do like in those moments like if you're gonna like go towards that you know like in an emotional moment or something yeah well like, you know, understanding that porn is a drug, it affects the brain just like a drug. It's more addictive than opiates. It wreaks right. complete havoc on your dopamine receptors, all kinds of things. Not to mention energetically what you're intertwining yourself with, you know, when you're watching yeah. porn and, and masturbating to it, you're, you're getting connected to some really nasty energy. Um, so it's just like any sort of addictive vice that you have. It's like, for me, uh, what worked for me was basically finding something better and more holistic for myself. Like when I began practicing Qigong, like I got really serious. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this every day, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. I'm committing myself to doing this practice every single day. I noticed mm -hmm. very interestingly that my bad habits just started to drop out of my life. I wasn't even like trying to, to, uh, mm -hmm. stop them necessarily. Like, you know, drinking alcohol, watching porn, I, because I was becoming so sensitive. I was starting to fill myself up with chi, and it was like, I started becoming very aware of, oh, when I look at porn, it just, I feel really weird afterwards. Like I just have this weird image glued to my mind and it just doesn't feel good anymore. I think I'm not going to do that. Right. So, um, I, you know, th the best advice I could give you was, is to, if you're like trying to get rid of this habit, then find something else to do with your time. That's a bit better. So I always tell people have like an action plan for yourself. If you're used to, you know, every night, seven o'clock, you start to feel lonely, bored, and you're on Pornhub watching porn, you know, <laughs> have some, have a plan. Like, okay, instead of watching porn, I'm going to go out into nature. I'm going to go for a hike or I'm going to, you know, hang out with my group of friends. I'm going to do my breath work. I'm going to go to the gym, work out, whatever, have something ready for yourself to do instead. So you kind of get this natural high, you get this feel good thing without, you know, doing something kind of weird with your energy. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I love it. It's, and, and one, I, other, one other point I want to make here really quick is that uh, mm -hmm. part of sexual Kung Fu is rewiring your experience of sex and sexual energy. You know, uh, most people, especially men, were used to like uh, kind of impulsively releasing the sexual tension from our body. You know, for a man, an ejaculation is a release of their life force, and it kind of releases this buildup of sexual energy, which they feel is tension, right? When you learn to move this energy through your body and kind of bring that sexual desire to completion in an internal way, it changes your dynamic. You leave a sexual practice feeling completely charged up and great instead of feeling like tired fatigued and you want to roll over and fall asleep so it just completely changes what you desire as far as sex and how you experience this right right yeah um what would so like what would you say like when people like come like you know work with you and do work with you know uh i guess because you have courses online right yeah um yeah. So like, what are like some of the main reasons, like what, like, what are people like coming with? Like, what is their, what do you feel like they're, they're, they're coming to? Yeah. Uh, so the, the main reasons I see, 
you know, so I'm working mostly with men primarily. My partner, Mariah, you know, she, yeah. she does work with women as well. But so mostly I have, you know, people come to me because porn addiction's a big one. It's something I talk about a lot. So it's something a lot, a lot of men in this world are struggling with. I, I love that. And I want to emphasize that because that's, that's so important. And it, it, that's where I feel like things need to be heard because I, I really do personally, even with my own experience, I know that, that the entity attachment that comes also with pornography and with mixing with sexual partners and things that, you know, um, so yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm listening. I, yeah. That's just, it's just so, it's such a, it's such, it's, it needs to be touched on so much more and like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. It, it's so normalized in our society. It's like, Oh yeah. yeah. What kind of porn do you like? You know, I remember I was working at, a, at one of the last jobs I worked at a few years ago. I was, I was working in the kitchen. This guy asked me, he's like, Hey, what kind of porn do you like? I'm like, I don't watch porn. And he just like, he, I might as well told him I was from Pluto or something like just the look he gave. Oh my God. Like, what? I know. <laughs> I know. No, I know. Even from like women that I know and that I'm friends with or that I've, you know, like been around, like it's so normalized even, you know, it's, I mean, men and women are just alike these days when it comes to pornography. So, I mean, it's really not any different. Like <laughs> it's, um, yeah. I mean, for me, like when I tell people, like I haven't had like sex with a part, like a partner in like a while, you know, it's, it's mm. like, it's always, it's always been like, you know, um, they just kind of like, what the fuck? Like yeah. what's, yeah. Like something <laughs> must be wrong with me. And I actually do wonder what in the deeper sense they, they're actually thinking. Cause mm -hmm. you know, they tell me things like, Oh, you need to get laid or like, you need to do, you need to. I'm like, no, I'm actually like, I it's like, do you see what I'm doing though? Like, what are you doing in life? Like I'm like, actually yeah. doing things and creating and like, I'm happy and I'm like sober. Like I don't need external things to be, you know, happy. And it's just, anyway, <laughs> people who really know they get it though. But, um, Oh yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's just so, so normalized. And, you know, to the point where I just think people even blindly just don't realize they're doing things that are really harmful to themselves, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, even following like for like, you know, guys in particular or women too, but, you know, like on Instagram, it's like following, like, you know, like maybe they follow like all these like models and these girls with their, you know, it's just very like excess all like, you know sexualized or oh, like yeah. you know it's, and they don't even realize it i mean they're putting that every time they scroll even if they're not looking at it like for you know it, like really looking at it they're they're still it's all in there their eyeballs are catching it at some mm. point like it's just constant it's like little things like that i think people just don't even realize they just think it's so normal well i mean yeah. why wouldn't i follow the models why wouldn't <laughs> i <laughs> You know, I mean, that's, that's that's the world we live in it's just this unconscious yeah. programming we're not even aware of people are just living on autopilot basically and if something's different they're like what that's that's crazy that's crazy, that's crazy. <laughs> how can you not <laughs> how are you not dating like you know trying to be hook me up with all these people i'm like really i was like is that what you think you're being like? <laughs> i can say I'm the, like, so the two years there. of my life i was single was one of the best two years of my life <laughs> it's amazing it's no really I mean, yeah it's like it's amazing and i recommend it truly to anybody out there that's mm -hmm. like single or, or now or or are we just breaking up or like it's just so i mean i I've, I've done this off and on a few times in my life and uh, for whatever reason i guess i have that that gift but uh, you know it's 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 only gotten better and it's it, it's just i know that i like when I do, you know, come across that partner when it does happen. It's like, he's, he's going to be amazing. Like, it's going to be like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really, it wouldn't be any less, you know, and it oh, kind of yeah. has to, it has to 
when you know about, you know, your vibration too, it's like, why would I, I'm not going to go any, you know, it's got to be like this equal um, exchange, if, if you will. Oh yeah. <laughs> and especially with sex, I definitely want to be able to have these sorts of experiences. Like, like, you know, like you and Mariah have that, like that equalness and that, like you can talk about it, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. Like I remember like dating people, you can't even talk about like sex. <laughs> you can't, you know, it's, like we don't talk about it we just do it yeah, and we just, yeah. you know yes <laughs> you know like um yeah so i don't know i don't know where we were oh we were <laughs> we're talking about the the main reasons the people come to my work basically yes yeah 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 main reasons so, so i touched so on porn ahead. addiction uh another big one for men is premature ejaculation uh, average okay. statistic for men worldwide is that they last about five minutes during sex before ejaculating which isn't very long. Um, no. <laughs> so that's a big no. one. So, so learning to control their ejaculation. Also having non-ejaculatory orgasms um, because the ejaculatory orgasm for a man is actually really not that great compared to what they could be experiencing, right? When they're, when they're able to have multiple orgasms without ejaculating, they have so much more energy. Uh, they become you know better lovers. They have more stamina, more endurance, and just more connection with their partner because they're not just trying to like get to this quick-lived you know, release mm-hmm. of their... <laughs> Uh, sexual energy, right? Not to say that men can never ejaculate, but being able to regulate that's very important. And then I would say another big thing is is this integration of sexual energy with the spiritual path, because um, yeah. again, getting out of this very base level animalistic experience of sex, which is why I think a lot of you know a lot of like spiritual religious paths they kind of say sex is wrong, you must be celibate. But the thing is, is that it's that distorted version of sex that you know causes imbalance. When you learn how to have this more uh, a conscious, full body, multidimensional uh, uh, experience yeah. of sex where you're exchanging with your partner, opening all the energy centers, then it's very, very powerful. And it really integrates well with the spiritual path because that sexual energy can boost your practice, boost your meditation, boost the lifestyle that you're on. So I would yeah. say that these are some of the main things that you know men struggle with and come to me for. Right. And it's, it really is something, if you have a partner, I mean, you got, they got to be on that same, like to really gain what you could, you know, it'd be kind of hard to be like the one, like trying to figure it out. And then they're like, yeah, well, but <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like, you know, you can think of you and your partner as two batteries. And if one of the batteries always drained, always depleted, they're going to pull from the other one. It's inevitably what happens in yeah, relationships yeah. and it becomes very draining. So when both people are charging themselves up, they both have a practice, they're built kind of dealing with their, you know, shadows and things like that, instead of projecting everything yeah. on the other person, then it's absolutely magical. And you just light each other up like crazy. That's it. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's what relationships it. are meant to be, in my that, opinion. Yes. <laughs> yes. You said that because that's, that's exactly, that's how I see it. That's, that's how I see it for myself. If, you know, if anything, and like, and, and in life, like they were, we were made, I mean, especially being, you know, masculine and feminine, it just, it's, it's the energy together is just, it's, it charges its oh, yeah. power. And um, yeah, I love it. I love it. Can't, I was like sitting in your, your workshop and uh, <clears throat> I was just sitting there thinking, I was like, okay, spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're, uh, I think I'm ready for my partner now. I've <laughs> been doing this a lot for a while. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I know it'll be amazing when it does. Oh, yeah. Uh, all in, all in divine timing. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny to notice how, like, uh, at your your talk, like, how when you bring up sex or just even the word sex, like, it's just like 
you watch people kind of like they're like either incredibly intrigued and they get or they're like incredibly nervous or incredibly yeah. like i gotta get out of oh, here yeah. like, <laughs> out. like I mean, there was one lady that was like running out of there isn't it interesting how like we're bombarded with sexual imagery like 24 7 it's everywhere but yeah so like we're obsessed with it on one hand, but at the same time, we're, we're, we're there's so much shame and guilt around it. We're afraid to talk about it openly. Right. It's, it's this very interesting thing. And I think that's one of the main things causing so much confusion for people is, is that, you know, that kind of black and white uh, aspect of it. Yeah. It's the demonizing. It's the lack of the wholeness. You yeah. know, like when we oh, yeah. think of the, the polarity, the divide, it's always like it's good or it's bad or it's this or it's that. And mm -hmm that's literally what i see the that's the fragment if we could just see it as a whole thing like there is you know i mean sex especially if it, if it's so powerful that they put it in all advertisements and they use it for sway and they mm -hmm. use it for all stuff like then think on the good side how much power and how much um, force it can have when you use it in in the in a in the way it's intended to be used oh yeah um um yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing. I mean, I really actually do really think that before I got on the podcast with you, I was like feeling kind of like my body was feeling kind of like I was like, I don't know if I could do this. My energy was all weird and I was getting kind of like sick feeling. And I really think that that in essence, I was like, I'm about to this like this conversation that I was going to have with you to me is really, really, I've seen it as very important. Mm -hmm. And um and just, you know, like I said, the power of sex. And I think for me, I think that that's relevant to what we were just saying, why it was almost like something with like trying to stop me, like get on here and getting on here and, and saying this, but like it, it, it is hard to open up when we talk about sex and we talk about these things. Um, yeah. And, and, but, and it's so healing once you do like, it. like, I think that's, you know, like yeah. men join my, my course that in the group and it's like, they have a space to talk about this stuff. And it's just like, it's so healing. It's so profound. Just, and, it's so fulfilling oh. for me to kind of be able to hold this space to have, you know, other people going through this journey, going through this transformation, because it's such a deeply healing experience. And again, that's why I think this is some mm -hmm. of the most important work that anyone in the world can do right now. Especially, yeah, absolutely. And especially I mean, with men, like what you're doing is so, so, um, oh, just, it's amazing. Um, because, you know, women, we've been, you know, we've been, I think, not that we've been doing it for like longer, but we, you know, we, in a way, I guess we have, <laughs> we've, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know. I've done a lot of women's work, but it's harder to see, you know, you don't see men's work as oh, much. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. more these days you do. Uh, I would definitely say that we we're definitely coming into a new world, like as far as, um, you know, awareness and consciousness, but, um, but yeah, uh, it, it, it is rare with men and it's so, um, uh, powerful when i think the masculine energy comes into that it is. the awareness yeah yeah and i think yeah. for a lot of men it's it's sometimes difficult for them to like you know admit yes i have this you know men tend to be very prideful they don't want to like you know open up about this uh -huh. they're often very blocked so it's it, i think it's, it can be difficult for men to accept that yes we need help i need help I, I have this issue and i want you know to be vulnerable and share this with with other people yeah the pressure, so the pressure of society and yeah. feeling like, you know, well, am I not manly enough if I feel this way or if I, you know, um, <clears throat> yeah, very powerful. Love it. And I'm going to be talking to Mariah actually next week. I'm awesome. sure you're aware of that, but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk, a, we'll talk a little more into women, uh, you know, the woman, the woman side of things. 
I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that'll be cool. Um, but yeah, so tell us a little bit about, give us some information like on your website and like, and your, you know, tell us where we can find you. Yeah. So, uh, you can find me on pretty much all social media, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. just search for sexual Kung Fu. Uh, my website is Jonathan white lifestyle.com. Uh, I've got a 12 week course for men, which is a super in-depth training into basically all this work. Um, my partner, Ryan, and I also created a course for women, multi-orgasmic goddess. So yeah, you can find those, uh, just look up my social media, find my website and you'll find more information about those. Very cool. Um, and yeah, I hope I know you're, you're pretty busy. Are you, you're doing events in the coming weeks here? Uh, no events coming up, uh, in the next okay. few weeks. Yeah. Just travel. That was just other travel. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going on a trip to Mount Shasta here in a couple of weeks. Nice. Nice. Um, well, yeah, I hope to see you doing all kinds of things here in the future and I'm oh, sure yeah. I will. I mean, you're right on time. Like this, like with the world these days and everything, oh, yeah. it's like <laughs> you're here for this. That's absolute, that's a fact. And, um, I just appreciate what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Likewise. I uh, love the work you're doing and always great to connect with you. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so we'll, we will, um, hopefully talk again here soon. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, so thank you for tuning in. Um, as within, so without, as above, so below. Love is truly all that is. So be it. Wholeness. Peace. Thank you for tuning into the Awaken Sponda podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please stay tuned because we got a lot more in store. And personally, I am really excited about it. Also, if you'd like to come to any local events, check the website www.awakensponda.com. As well, if you'd like to book any privates or any small group sessions in state or out of state, you can email at awakensponda at gmail.com. That's it. I wish you well. I wish you a wonderful day. Wholeness.